Hello, beloved, and welcome to Bible Prophecy, What We Need to Know. And specifically at this time, what I would like to share with you is the fact that Jesus Christ fulfilled so many prophecies in the Old Testament. Jesus Christ as the Messiah. And let me tell you, it actually it has strengthened my faith so much. Just, how can I say, being a student of prophecy, biblical prophecy. To study prophecy and to see what prophecy says. Let's say about the first coming of Christ, but also about the second coming of Christ. And then obviously, what the scripture has to say about things that happens as we approach the second coming of Christ. Bible prophecy has really been an instrument that has helped me enormously to, um, to believe that Scripture is actually true. And, and I know there are people that reject it. There are people that doesn't even want to look into it. And then there are people that mock prophecy and they say, ah, that's rubbish, it's nonsense, it's not true. But you know what? I think the, the prophecies that, that we need to start with, when we, whenever we look at prophecy and what we need to know about prophecy is the prophecies that came into fulfillment in the person of Jesus Christ as the Messiah from the Old Testament with regards to his first coming. I believe if the scripture is accurate when it comes to the first coming of Jesus Christ, then we can trust the scripture to be accurate with regards to the second coming of Christ. And what we see in the Old Testament, in the first coming of Christ, as it prophesies towards the first coming of Christ, it is absolutely amazing to see how prophecy has been fulfilled. And, and the prophecies in the Old Testament is basically the proof that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the Jewish Messiah. And let me tell you, the evidence is astounding, absolutely amazing. If we start looking at the evidence, the prophecies of the Old Testament. Now, if we look at Jesus Christ, there are enough in Scripture to tell us or to teach us that Jesus Christ is indeed God. I mean, He performed miracles and miracles that only God can do. No human being has ever done the miracles that Jesus Christ has done. Jesus taught doctrine that definitely did not originate from himself. In fact, the doctrine that he taught came from God. Jesus also arose from the dead. That's something that only God can do. And then, Scripture teaches us, and now we can say, yeah, but that's Scripture that teaches us. Okay. I know it's scripture that teaches us, but remember, we can look at some prophecies that has been fulfilled in Jesus Christ in the Old Testament, going into the New, going into the ministry and the life of Jesus Christ. And because those prophecies were basically fulfilled in the first coming of Christ, I believe that we can also trust the those things that has been said about 
for example, the fact that Jesus is now at the right hand of God the Father. And he's preparing a place for us. And when he is done, he will return to come and to fetch us and to take us with him. To be with him forever and ever and ever. And we know that scripture teaches us that Jesus was and is and always will be God. I'm not going to go into those passages because this is not uh, the the purpose for for what I'm doing now. Now, I believe that prophecy should be more than sufficient proof. And let's say more than enough to basically tell us or to to prove to us that Jesus Christ is indeed the anointed Messiah that was prophesied in the Old Testament. And I know that there will be Jews that will not agree with me. And there might even be some people from different other religions that might not agree with me. There might even be nominal Christians that might, uh, that, that might not agree with me. That doesn't matter. You know what? Because people can believe whatever they want. That's one of the wonderful things about uh, being a Christian and, and not wanting to force what I believe down people's throats. I, I share with you and you do with it whatever you want. You can reject it. You can accept it. You can embrace it. You can do what, whatever you want with it. The, the thing is, I share it with you because it had a major impact in my own life. When Jesus said, for example, uh, and we read it in the book of Acts, Luke writes it, uh, when he said that um, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the uttermost parts of the earth, that prophecy has come into fulfillment. Because people have been witnessing about the resurrection of Jesus Christ and what Jesus has done in their lives and the, the transformation that has taken place in, in their lives. And yes, it started in Jerusalem with the first congregation, but it is right to the ends of the earth. I mean, I stay in South Africa. That's quite far from Israel, isn't it? And the gospel reached me. But Jesus said it in Acts chapter 1. So many years ago, and it came into fulfillment. How did he know? How did he know that what he said then would come into fulfillment? Except if he was a true prophet. Okay, and I know there are religions that says he was just a good prophet or he was just a prophet. I believe he was a prophet, but the Old Testament teaches us very clearly that he was the Messiah, the anointed one sent by God. But besides that, Scripture also teaches us that Jesus Christ is indeed not only the Messiah, but He's God incarnate. Because He is God, Jesus Christ, when He became flesh, it was God who took on human nature. So in the person of Jesus Christ, God became flesh. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the the you know, the biblical, or let's say the, the verse or verses that you can go to and go and read it for yourself. But let me share a few prophecies that was fulfilled in the person of Jesus Christ. And, and let's say when we start at the beginning, in Micah chapter 5 verse 2 and uh, Matthew chapter 2 verse 1, we learn that the Messiah will be born in Bethlehem. And 
where was Jesus born? Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Now, another thing is that the Messiah must be a descendant of Judah. And in Genesis 49 verse 10, we read exactly that. Luke chapter 3 verse 3 to 38 and um, Matthew chapter 1 verse 1 to 17. The Messiah will be a descendant of Judah and Jesus was a descendant of Judah. Now, we also learn from Scripture in Psalm 72, for example, verse 10 and 11, that great kings will pay homage and tribute to the Messiah. And we know, if we go to Matthew chapter 2, we can see Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, and Matthew chapter 2, verse 11, the Magi that came to Christ to pay homage to him is a fulfillment of biblical prophecy. We also learn that the Messiah will be a descendant of David. He will be from the kingly lineage of David. Psalm 132 verse 11, Jeremiah 32 verse 5 and 6, Jeremiah 33 verse 15. And then we go to Luke and we see in Luke 1 verse 32 to 33 that Messiah he is of the descendant uh, is a descendant of David and we know that Jesus Christ according to the scriptures he's a descendant of David so just looking at these prophecies this is just a few we can see that Jesus Christ of Nazareth born in Bethlehem he fulfills the prophecies of being the messiah the scripture teaches us that the Messiah will be born of a virgin. Okay, Isaiah chapter 7, 14. And guess what? Jesus was born of a virgin, Matthew 1, 18 to 21. And then there's a, a historical, uh, how can I say, a historical prophecy that is, how can I say, very, very clear, and that is that children will be killed in the effort to kill the Messiah. We read about it in Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 15. That's where the prophecy is. And then Matthew chapter 2, 16 and 17. We see that that's exactly what happened. Because Herod wanted to kill Jesus Christ. He wanted to kill the Jewish Messiah. He wanted to kill the Jewish king. So he killed children. And then we also see, obviously, that... Um, Isaiah 11, 1, that the Messiah will be taken to Egypt. And in Matthew chapter 2, 14 and 15, we see that it's fulfilled. Joseph fled to Egypt when the children were killed. And obviously Jesus went with, and Maria, Mary, Mary went with. It's fulfillment of prophecy. But then we also see that Messiah will be the Son of God, and that's in Psalm 2, verse 7, 8. And by the way, Psalm 2 is a, is a messianic psalm that so beautifully tells us about Messiah. And we see that Messiah, that Jesus Christ, is indeed the Son of God in Matthew chapter 3, verse 17. Why is it so important? 
that Jesus Christ fulfilled the prophecies with regards to Messiah? Well, I believe that if he did not fulfill the prophecies, then we could have a massive question mark over Christ, over Jesus Christ. Not just being the Messiah, but being God incarnate and being the one who would pay the ultimate sacrifice for the sins of his people. Now, a prophecy that is also fulfilled is that the Messiah will be heralded by the messenger of the Lord. And you remember that John the Baptist was a messenger that went before Christ to basically prepare the way for him to tell people that Messiah is here. Uh, we, we see the prophecy in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3, three, and four, uh, three to 5. And we see the fulfillment in Matthew chapter 3, 1 to 3. And then this amazing thing that the Messiah will be anointed by the Holy Spirit, Isaiah 11, 2. And uh, fulfilled in Matthew chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. There are so many prophecies of the Messiah that was fulfilled in the person of Jesus Christ. And obviously, where, where do I see it? I see it in the New Testament. But now people can come around and say, ah, we don't believe in the New Testament. Okay. You believe whatever you want. You see, that's the amazing thing. Is the truth will stay and, well, be the truth and stay the truth whether people accept it or not. It's like somebody that comes around and says, I don't believe that God exists. That doesn't matter. It's fine. You believe whatever you want to believe. The fact that you believe that God does not exist doesn't take away the fact or the reality that God does exist. And and these prophecies that came into fulfillment in Scripture, you can reject it. People can can laugh at it. They can make jokes about it. That doesn't take away the fact that so many prophecies came into fulfillment in one person that it is beyond human understanding that so many prophecies can be fulfilled in one person at one specific time in history. But you can reject it if you want. You see, that's the wonderful thing. Um, God is not offended if you don't want to believe Him. I mean, if you don't want to believe what, what I say, that's fine. It really doesn't matter. I would love you to believe what I, what, what I, what I show you. I would love to um, have you search the Scriptures and find this amazing truth and and be strengthened and, and turn to Messiah, to Jesus Christ, by faith. Embrace Him as your Lord and Savior. That would be the most amazing thing. But if you don't want to, that's fine. It's up to you. I'm not going to push it down your throat. I'm not going to start a war or um, do something that you have to believe what I believe. No. You believe whatever you want to believe. Because at the end of the day, if I'm wrong, okay, then I'm wrong. But what if I'm right? What if what Scripture teaches is right? Well, 
then you will know and I will know because we are going to stand before the Messiah. You see, the Messiah is going to be the one who is going to judge. That's what the scripture teaches. But you can reject that. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to believe that Jesus is the Messiah. You don't have to believe that Jesus is of the lineage of David. You don't have to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. You don't have to believe that Jesus Christ is God that became flesh. You don't have to believe that he's the Savior. You don't have to believe any of these things. It is, it's fine. You see, at the end of the day, I'm not going to stand before God on your behalf. You're not going to stand before God on my behalf. You're going to stand before God all by yourself. And then you are going to, how can I say, give an answer to what you believed and what you did not believe. I, I choose to believe the Word of God. I, I choose to believe the Bible. I choose to believe that the Bible is inerrant. I choose to believe that the Bible is all-sufficient in all matters of faith and practice. I choose to believe that. And I choose to believe that the prophecies that was written in the Old Testament came into fulfillment in the person of Jesus Christ and we read it in the New Testament. For example, that the Messiah will bring light to Galilee. Yeah? Isaiah 9 verse 1 and 2 fulfilled in Matthew chapter 4 verse 12 to 16. And amazing that Isaiah 61 verse 1 and 2 tells us that the Messiah will preach the good news to the poor. He will comfort the brokenhearted. And he will announce the jubilee year, now the year of God's favor. And, and you go and read Luke chapter 4 verse 16 to 21. And wow, it's fulfilled in the person of Jesus Christ. So, I mean, if I, if I read those things, I can reject it if I want to. Or I can sit and say, wow, you know what? There's a little too many um, kind of, let's call it coincidences. No, it's not coincidence, but we can say that. Or we can just say, you know what? I, I can see there's, there's certain things here. In Scripture, in the Old Testament and the New Testament, that is beyond human comprehension. That's beyond what human beings can do. Especially if we take into consideration over how long a period of time the Bible was written. How many authors we find in Scripture. And we find out that most of them never ever had any contact with one another. Then... Yeah, it's not. It's it's one of those things that I I would sit down and say, whoa, those that's something that I can really think about and and say, well, isn't there more to the Bible than what many people or most people believe about the Bible? Many people believe it's a fairy tale. Many people believe it's just fiction. Many believe it's just a book. Uh, many believe it's concocted by human beings, people that wrote it. I don't believe that. And the reason why I don't believe it is because there are so much in Scripture, so much in the Bible, that just points towards the fact that it is 
inspired by someone supernatural. There are too many things that happened over a long period of time that is impossible except there be an almighty hand behind these things. And because of those things, especially prophecy, I am... I'm I'm convinced, I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ is indeed the Messiah. I believe that he fulfilled all the Old Testament prophecies about Messiah and that his life is the life that, how can I say, that exemplifies the life of Messiah. So, Another prophecy, for example, in Psalm 50, uh, 35, 19, tells us that the Messiah will be hated without cause. And we see in, in John chapter 15, verse 23 to 25, that Jesus Christ was hated without cause. Isaiah 53, uh, 35, verse 5 and 6, teaches us or tells us that the Messiah will make uh, the blind see and the deaf hear and the lame walk and the mute to speak and all you need to do is to read the gospels Matthew Mark Luke and John and you will see that that's exactly what Jesus did especially Matthew 11 verse 2 to 6 you see the thing is we can we can go and and say but well uh, there are many Many things in that, that causes us not to believe the Bible. There are difficulties, things that are very difficult to, to uh, interpret, very difficult to understand. There are mistakes in the Bible, people would say. And there would be all kinds of things that are hurled towards the scriptures, so towards the Bible, so that people will not believe the Bible. That's fine. fine. You believe what you want to believe, as I said before. That's fine by me. But let me tell you, when I read the scriptures, when I see these prophecies, I am filled with excitement. I am filled with with awe in, in respect to who God is and what he has accomplished in the person of Jesus Christ and what he has done and how he fulfilled all the prophecies that he gave the prophets of the Old Testament and all of that in the person of Jesus Christ, the Jewish Messiah. Absolutely amazing. This is but a few uh, prophecies that have been fulfilled. What I would like to do uh, in our next talk uh, let's call it a talk. Uh, our next talk about Bible prophecy, what we need to know. I'm going to touch on a few more because I believe we need to, not need to, but eh, it's a good thing for us to, to dig into Bible prophecy and to see what it teaches us about Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And and I purposefully I put the name of Jesus Christ in there because I do really, truly believe that Jesus Christ is the Jewish Messiah. 
and that he not only came for the Jews, but he also came to save Gentiles. I'm a Gentile. And he came to save Gentiles. And that the gospel started in Jerusalem and it spread to the uttermost parts of the earth so that those who would hear the gospel, the good news now about Jesus' death and burial and resurrection uh, when he came the first time, and even those who believe in the prophecies about his second coming, that those people can be saved, that those people that believe in Jesus Christ can have eternal life. And do I believe it? Yes, I believe it. Is it tangible? Can I prove it through scientific method? No, I can't. Because it's what I believe. That's why in Hebrews chapter 11 we have a hall of faith. It's a group of people who believed what God said. Who trusted in what God said. Even though they didn't um, see the promise being fulfilled in their lifetime, many of them. Well, most of them didn't even see Messiah. Yet they believed. And I believe that the Christian faith is a, is a matter of faith. Do I believe it or don't I? Do I embrace it by faith or don't I? And that's something that each person must decide for themselves. So, I would like to close with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, it's such a privilege to to go to you, the Word, to go to the Bible and to read these, these prophecies that was fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Specifically, the fact that He is the Jewish Messiah. And I want to pray, Father, please. Because this is a matter of faith. Trusting that You are the living Almighty God. And I pray, Father, in Jesus' precious name, enable us to believe Enable us to embrace, enable us to trust, enable us to, to do what you want us to do. And thank you so much that we have prophecy to help us see that the first coming of Jesus Christ was prophesied and it happened as it was prophesied. And we can also trust in the second coming of Jesus Christ that it will happen because it is also prophesied. Yes, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you. May He give you His peace for those who have peace with Him. God willing, until next time, bye-bye.